side of it is uh, a whole bank of hard drives. I got like, you know, 16 terabytes of redundant hard drive in there. Mm-hmm. And is that all highway signs? Um, two of them are. <laughs> Faradell, with your wonderful hear noise ability, it sounded like somebody or something moved, shifted, or took some steps behind one of the crumbling walls. All of us are on this surface, and we and I now hear something. Here's a top view of you're right here, mm-hmm. and there's the bass. Oh, okay. And all these red squares are the individual pieces of the structure. I'd quickly have people position themselves on the far side of the shaft from the noise, and I'll step to the side with my glove on. And if something comes at them, I'd propose they stay on the far side of the shaft and I'll try to push them into it. You're a clever boy. I just gotta say that right now. (laughs) Whatever made that noise from the other side of the crumbling cement wall has gone to ground. Mm. Nothing springs out to attack. Do you want the autumn sword back for the time being? If you're happy with your new toys. He's got dual, yeah, dual yeah. hammers. Vision or dream. You don't have visions. You have more like dreams, Toth. Mm. But I gave you one. I, I hope you remember that. Yes, I was reading it earlier on, but I haven't made any head nor tail of what he's actually about. So, Is this so, one that he got when he picked up the hammer and the pick, wasn't it? To the bath? You guys, you know, I could use one. Let's get going. Yep, let's go. Yeah, I load my crossbow, checking the skies for anything. The one. The sky is clear. It's oh. getting, it's going from that weird yellowish sky to orange and burgundy to purple, and the sun is setting, and night will be upon you. Someone calls out to you. Hey, you Sooks, you Sooks, come here, come here. I need your aid. Not like a courtly a traveling zoo or vampire coming out walking from where the noise came from. He's observed you and now is attempts to be ordering you about. Don't you know? I'm a pawn of the second rank. Step two. He's just going to say hark, friend. For what do we owe this delightful greeting? I'm in need of assistance. I'm in search of a valuable artifact, and I seem to be lost here in the discarded gardens, as they call them. Servants of the bishop. We are cohorts of the one true king, and we will gladly assist you in your, uh, in your, you know, in your quest. Ah, the king, the king, a proper response, a proper response, because of course we're all in service of the king. Even if we work for others, but yes, yes. He's wringing his hands. I'm in search. I'm in search of a flute. It's very important that I find it. It's going to be very useful to me. Where have you last seen this flute? Ah, uh, it's nothing but legend and rumor. I actually have never seen it. But I, but legend and rumor, and I look around at my <laughs> compadres and I say, "That is our specialty." <laughs> what do you say, gents? Um, got other work to do. <laughs> yeah, some other plans for the afternoon. He yeah. kind of puts his hands on his hips. What do you mean you got other plans to do? Your plans are the plans that I assigned you to have. I'll be the judge of that. Sooks. You sooks. I'm going like, to look over at those dudes. Who's, who's your house? Who's your Who's your house? I'm going to wink at you guys and, and be like, come on. 
We're doing this. I look around to see if uh, someone's sneaking up on us. I may be only a pawn second rank, but I still hold the authority here. He's alone, right? Uh, is this the point where everyone's going to suddenly pull weapons out and go, mm, I don't think you do. Or are we no. going to go along with this? Let's go along with it. You went along with the freaking vampire talk. I think you can do another one. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this, Randall. We're going to kill it eventually. I'm just willing to entertain his proposition. I say, well, what can we do? He believes he has correctly located the ancient court of the giant lords. And he thought he would just go and find the biggest intact building here on the surface and assume that would be the ancient court of the giant lords and go search for the magic item he's looking for. Is it in the direction that we're going? It's just on this surface, this this particular cube. Have I gone mute? Yes, I said, how big is this particular cube? 800 feet by 1,000 feet. And the only, like, impressive structure that is intact appears to be a tower. Is this tower anywhere near the direction we want to actually be going? Ah, uh, no. Like, you want to go southwest? Okay, so if we get him to lead on, and then as he walks off, we turn around and go the opposite direction. Yeah, like, I, why do we care about this guy? I just yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of thinking the same. You're not, you're not going to tell any of the bishops' men that you've seen me. You've got, you know that, right? See, see who? me, Roosevelt Argonaut, liaison between the king and the bishop. Perhaps you've heard of me. Pawn of the second rank, of course we have. Though, no, I've fallen on seems dis discouraging times. Very confusing. Anyways, the flute will fix it. The flute will fix it all. Well, I hope you find this flute. Apparently, our uh, our paths uh, lead another direction, Roosevelt. You must does accompany me. You must assist me. What does the flute does? And he's kind of like warms up to the topic, like Gloomin talking about cutting hands. Mmm. You want me to go into that right now, or are we just listening to him? This whole garden of the ancient giant lords was built with this powerful artifact that I'm looking for. It's a magical flute that can seduce earth and stone to take on the form of walls, towers, and the roof of a mighty keep. Well, I think it was a gift from a human king. It's called the Building Flute of Hone Earth. I am hoping to find it so I can build strong keep here in the discarded gardens so the bishop's uh, assassins can never reach me. Though I must forego serving my king to do this. Yeah, can we just, like, you know, just say, no, sorry, we're busy and wander off? Um, you mentioned... The night, it's uh, almost upon us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, could we reach the bath before nightfall? No. It's not going to be easy to navigate these guard surfaces in the dark. Maybe this guy can You could easily it. walk into a sh over a shaft or something, you know? Maybe he can provide shelter. Oh, he's just getting up. He's breaking camp. He's eager to explore. Get going. 
It's just, oh. it's, it's just, it's just, <laughs> well, it's just, yeah. it's just dusk. There's so much of the night ahead of us. Lulu's gonna reach into his bag and pull out one of the like Terra Gnome hands. Is he's just gonna offer it up to him and he says, "Take this token. It'll guide you through the night." If this guy's a liaison with the bishop guy that we're trying to kill, like, is there another play here that we can maybe use this guy? Now you're talking, Veradel. Thanks for waking up. So do, do we know anything about the baths and or the situation we expect to find the bishop in? Here, I guess, is the grand strategic plan is that the bishop will be mustering his divisions, the first and second division, and sending them out to meet Dorvit, who has roused whatever forces he can at the spires and marching on the bass. Dorvit's marching on the bass with his inferior force, hoping to draw the divisions out to their traditional locations where they go to engage. And he believes that the bishop, the, the knowing the bishop, the bishop does not march with the army. He will be secure in his bass until, you know, any battles are over and, and he has Dorvit's head. So the bishop has quartered of Dorvit's loyal troops at the bass. And word is some of them are actually incarcerated, or at least their leaders are to get their compliance. We do this guy a solid and then reveal that, you know, our other plans involved trying to get an audience with the bishop because we have information about what Dorvit's plans are. See if we can get close to him. We can either plant some misinformation about what Dorvit's army is going to do and or just try to get close to him to kill him. Or we could just open with that. Yeah. <laughs> we could. It's instead of going to retrieve flute of stone manipulation yeah yeah oh wait but if we help this guy and find this flute we can use it to enter the bath or to make our own entrance we could probably use it to sort out the terrain between us and the bloody bath also we? we've got a couple of options haven't we mm -hmm. yeah well here's another one is this just a random encounter? Let's go meta. Is this just a random encounter that's just going to like take us off on the deep end, like both Toth and you know Lumen want to do, and then just move on and get some breakfast or dinner and you know set some watches? I think there's um, there's some merit to both particular arguments here. We could use a guy to gain leverage and get in to see the bishop. But in order to do that, we've got to do his side quest first, which is going to take time and is taking us away from our own, I would say, more immediate concern, which is getting in, killing the bishop, effectively stopping, he says, in inverted commas, the, the uh, vampire invasion so that we can basically get the hell out of here and go back to Averone and possibly kill the other bishop. I say we let him lead on and then we put a stake in him and it goes south. Should we, should we, um, I hate democracy. Should we put it to a vote? <laughs> or, or we do both. Two of us go towards the baths right away. Two of us go with this guy. I can do that. Okay. I, can, I can handle that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so, the party. 
Uh, yeah, but if if Cree and Varadel just turn around and start wandering off, when he when he turns around and goes, oh, "What you doing? What you doing?" Then Lumen and and Toth can then you know take him down. It's probably a bad idea. Uh, I the one thing that occurred to me was scoping out the baths might give us a more actionable question or request for this guy, but um, I guess that's one one hybrid plan. Not to discuss this to death might be we tell him we're going to meet up with him later. Like, we'll take that on in the morning. Maybe we go to the baths and scope it out and and determine how much help we may or may not need from this guy. I don't know. One other option. Hmm. Well, if you're not going to assist me, you at least have to pay the knuckle fee. The knuckle fee? Yeah, knuckle fee. She wants to buy 19 gold pieces per knuckle. I see four of you. That's 40. 40 times what? Does some quick calculation. Gold pieces. Yeah, he's going down. I charge the knuckle tax. If you will not assist me, I'm, I'm assessing the knuckle tax. Less enthused to help this guy. How, how long has been he has been searching for these flutes? Uh, a couple of days. Two days ago, he fled the he fled the bass, clamoring and climbing around much to his disagreement the terrain to get here oh he fled the bath so he had a falling out with the bishop so how, how I, you, I believe I heard too much and when you hear too much around the bishop you're not long for this world unfortunately Oh, even if you are liaison for the king I do not I did not expect my my beautiful skin to be lasting much longer. Maybe okay. he left through a secret. How did you left Bath? So from some secret entrance? No, when the division, the second division was moving out, there was a lot of activity and I yeah. just slunk off. So the second division has just gone. Has the first division gone as well? Does not know. I'm 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 debating whether or not to let him in. Yeah. Can always kill him later. Okay, if we found the, the flute, can you use can we you use it to like a I'm going to make it wear a hole in the walls of the bath and I don't know if it's ever been used for deconstruction, but I don't see why it cannot undo what it can do, but I'm quite sure I've got the the ritual correct. Kind of a crux point now, where either we we tell him what we're actually doing, and he's either going to try and betray us and get back into the bishop's good graces again, or um, he, he might even assist because it will save his backside. The pitch would be this guy can get back in his good graces by getting us to the bishop. Hmm. 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 Good pitch. Good pitch. I I guess my overall opinion is to do something with this guy as opposed to go to the bath blind. But that's probably that's that's not a very strong feeling. It's just what I'm leaning towards. What kind of silver tongue do you have, Faradel? Uh, my charisma is a nine. Assuming that's what the question is. Yes, that is. I got a seven. Yeah, it's kid. Don't. <laughs> I've got fourteen. Yeah, let's let Toff do the talking. 
I'm okay with that. I want to like entertain this guy a little bit. He said that just might work. You don't know how, though. The bishop, he hates Dorvit with a passion. Oh, he does. He does. Dorvit's um, Dorvit a dick. So you know where Dorvit is right now? No, but I know he's a dick. That's what I've heard. Everybody says it. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it depends on who you talk to. Some people just love the guy. Can't get enough of him. And then there's people like the bishop, of course, that despise the guy. But that's just because he's probably just classier. Yeah, we, we don't know where he is. We know where he's going to be. He feels that he definitely could get back into the good graces. Even knowing what I know, I think he would take me back. Well, Roosevelt, what's the play? I think we should go see the bishop. See the bishop first. Yes, yep. The idea of getting back in the good graces of the bishop seems to have raised his interest in looking for the flute. I don't know what misdirection to provide since we don't know a lot about this area, but uh, I think an easy one would just be basically describing the path that we took and that, you know, maybe we could indicate that Dorvit's going to send a small force towards the bath, knowing that he's sending his main force there, but he's going to split off, you know, another force to come the way that we did and maybe that would at least cause this guy to just when you say the way you got here through the mirror uh maybe that's what i meant yeah but basically describe that area in which people arrived um and like the path that we followed through the dungeon oh that that that's beneath the bass and uh uh roosevelt uh, if a if a knight if a vampire can go pale he can go he goes pale. It's like you were in the lower dungeons to be dispatched. How would you survive this the uh, what he calls the interior? Nothing lives there but death. You are being thrown out like the garbage. Sounds about noble. <laughs> Your path describes as you were in a place where they're just uh, enemies of the state are dispatched. There's many ways of doing that. There's the abyss. There's ritualistic sacrifice. There's all sorts of shit. But also exile into what they call the interior, which is those structures that you've been clamoring through, is another one. And it holds great fear for many surface dwellers, in vampires included. We have come through many miles and worlds to an audience to the bishop. Well, timing couldn't be better. He claps his hands. I scrambled up here a southeast edge. There's a lot of vines that cascade over that he clambered up. And that lead on duff. How far are you gonna get on this type of terrain? Well, if we get spells back, Woman's gonna cast uh healing on himself okay so that's good news so the muted blue sun comes up over a soft yellow sky so Roosevelt leads you folks over the ground in a brisk walk 
to the would be the I guess the western gate of the Bass. Sandstone walls kind of remind you a little bit of the walls surrounding Valatair. And there's a simple uh, stout double door wooden gate, squat towers. There is a smaller door in the big doors, and one of them that is like a man-sized door. Roosevelt is approaching. He waves and calls for the man door to be unlocked, so him, so you guys can go in. So yeah, a uh, lot of activity on the grounds. You see wagons being packed with supplies. It looks like uh, a lot of horse troops around. They're getting lined up. The first division is mostly made up of cavalry, and they're about getting ready to move out today. Roosevelt has discussions with some of the would be, uh, I guess, an officer or a person of rank, and he waves to you to to follow him into what can be only called the bass. On the east side, where it says the upper bass, you're going in underneath that. Those archways, it's two stories. You're going through one of those archways that leads you onto the first floor. Yeah, you're going to be on the first floor of that side of the side of the structure. And when you come in to the bass, you notice that the any human slaves around here have metal collars with spikes on them to protect their throat. Uh huh. Nice. Slaves are expensive. So, is there water around here? Are the baths called that because they are really baths? Yeah, I see the baths to the south. Those are big pools, mini canals, and yes, and the baths are this uh, steaming purple, I mean, steaming orange goo. This is the smell of rotten cabbage. It was something that someone would bathe in. It looks like something that people would grow shit in. It looks agricultural in purpose. Cool. The arches into the upper bathhouse, where you're going to be on, the, I guess, the lower bathhouse, the upper bathhouse. It's a vast a square room, but directly ahead through pillars that dot this room is uh, two sets of stairs that go down. Terror gnomes with the red dragons here, and they're in a, in a squad of eight of them accompany you down the stairs. Going on one set of stairs. Ooh, I should probably describe the halls that you're passing through. You guys still feeling this play? I mean, what if we weren't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna stay kind of creeping, like right next to somebody with the glove on, and then I stab him. Yep. From behind. <laughs> From behind with the autumn sword. Yeah. Okay. Warn steps of dark gray stone you are now seeing black rock polished basalt you had seen in your underground explorations seems to be a, you're in a formal procession way the place is dimly lit of course but you can hear a lot of activity in the shadows and through open doored rooms you are marching down to the west. There was two you could take. You took one set. They're not joined. And then you're at the top of a 20-foot wide passageway heading south that's large and expansive, like I said, like a processional way. 
Alright. Eventually, you end up in a grand, um, a grand room, pillared, wide steps near the back. It appears if it been a great chapel, but whose honor, of course, you. is 40 foot wide about 60 feet long going south right yeah yeah north to south the far north wall is concave the curve being smooth and shallow small fluted columns of deep black stone line a 20 foot aisle leaving a 10 foot wide space beyond on both east and west walls all stone is black. Of course. Goes with everything. Beyond where a stone rail rises three feet from the floor and a curving step or dais rises a foot that meets the back wall. Floors and walls are of deepest purple, although the ceiling remains black. Toth, you feel the tingling your vision goes black for a moment but you can only surmise that's a disturbance in your protection from evil and at the top of the dais when you get further into this room uh, there's Roosevelt declaring I have emissaries to the bishop they have information on the location and the whereabouts and the activities of the traitor Darvet. Cletus Darvet, Knight of Gore. Is there a bishop there? There's people in here? There is people in here. Vamps? Blood-sucking fiends? Probably a little bit of both. Uh, what do we got? <clears throat> There's some terror gnomes standing guard in the shadows. You also see um, one of those martial order of ghouls that you encountered. Uh, these have um, a stylized crab on their chest. Martial order of ghouls? Like they're undead? Yeah, yeah, like the ones that you fought in the in the palace of the pale knight yeah okay you fought the order of the maggots these guys got crabs on their chest how strong are ghouls how many hit dice do ghouls have They're two or three terror gnomes are carrying iron-headed pole arms 
They're chased in silver. Like real silver? Like the magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no use for your trinkets. The trinkets of your false gods. I taste only, I thirst only for the gray blood of the fiend. I say that to myself in my head. So what does the dais look like? Is it like the guy, the bishop is there? No, no, there's a, there's a lord, a vampire lord. It's not the bishop because you've met him. Have we? Have we? Yeah, the chaos conclave. Oh, shit. Oh, he, right. he ran right through and burst and, and blasted right through uh, Toth and uh, Lumen during the fight. I kind of forgot that this doesn't work because he's seen us. Yeah, I was worried about that. If he remembers, that could be could be interesting. Lumen looks very different. Just want to say <laughs> he's been through some changes. He he allows the situations of life to, to to make changes. Yeah, that's a good point. He can't see me, at least not initially. Toth could hold the ageless orb in his pocket and make himself look older or younger. Would you like to hang on to the angel sword? I forgot about that. Veridel's offering the ageless orb. Yes, he is. Um, yes, that might be a good idea. What are we going to do about Kree? Because he, he's met Kree as well, hasn't he? Um, I don't remember Kree being there, but maybe he that, was... Kree was in the shadows with Violet protecting her. That's right. Might not have seen Cree then. Okay, so that's okay. Yeah, I'll um, I'll see what I can do about trying to make myself look different with that. You could wear my robe. I kind of like it when my chest, you know, hangs out anyway. <laughs> and more. So, you are introduced to uh, General Warren, commander of the Bass. of Zarkzad and he says uh, assassins what kind of assassins do you imagine and Roosevelt is understand that they're highly trained and deadly assassins from other worlds that are coming to take the bishop's life and I hope valuable information that could save him we must have audience with him and only him and his and uh um the uh officers in his trusted loyalty and then uh, from behind that uh, from the from the back the stairs where you came in um, oh no worries I'm in good company and this is a voice coming from behind you and the bishop you can tell me everything you know to me and it's uh, General Levas and there's a troop of uh, terror gnomes and ghouls behind him and he tells you to drop your weapons 
Okay. That's not going to work. That's no. That's really not going to work. Okay, so we've we've clearly been betrayed then. Um, well, or or we lean into the betrayal. Like we're here to talk about us being sent to kill him. General Ivas was described by you by Dorvit, one of his loyalist commanders, who's been with him for hundreds of years and saved his life, and that's why he he was like, cool, Ivas, you can lead the assassination team. It does appear that Cletus Dorvit is greatly mistaken. So what's behind us? It's the general? General Ivas yeah. led with you. And, he's and who did he have with him? Uh, troop of Terra Gnomes and, uh, and Marshal Ghouls. Yeah, I would maybe whisper in the talk, like lean into it, like we're here also betraying him maybe like as the as the play and who's in front of us hmm. uh, like, he identified himself as general Roran, a vampire hey. lord and as commander of the bass so we got a vampire ahead and a vampire behind and they've got yeah, the vampire behind much. is got um around ooh easily 16 terror gnomes and there's six ghouls so eight on each side of Ivas plus the ghouls in front of them yeah more, more worried about the ghouls and the terror gnomes to be fair so if you can shuffle in another 16 so that makes 20 terror gnomes and six ghouls alright so Luma's gonna drop to his knees and no, 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 uh, no, no, no need. start praying I'm ready to cast I'm like I'm nudging Toth like yeah, jump in there and let's let's lean into the betrayal. Yeah. You guys want to talk? I don't. Um, know. Um, yeah, toss toss turning to the uh, to the, the the general at the front and saying, "This this man set the plans in motion. This one here, I'm pointing at uh, General Ivas. He set the plans in motion with Dorvit for this for this assassination plan." Uh, Roran's nice try. Ivas and Roran give a chuckle and a laugh. Um, and Ivas is... Um, I've explained it all to Roran. You folks are deep in, uh, what, in the, uh, in the favor of Dorvit. Don't believe yeah, these men. They are very that's dangerous, according to Dorvit. Very dangerous. I whispered a thought, like, yeah, that's why we came here to tell them about us. Like... That, yeah, that was my I, that was my intent. By the way, was to be like we came to like reveal the entire plan. Like we are the assassins he sent. But yeah, I'm, I'm listening to listening to the invisible guy in my ear, and then going and repeating it back to to, to, to the general. <laughs> <laughs> you you fools have served your purpose. Okay. Did, now your uh, options are either to throw down your weapons and become slaves or um, we can try and take you alive but not necessarily should we all should we all basically jump on the uh, the vampire lord and uh, try and get the heck out of here Luma's casting while all this is going <laughs> on I'm casting okay then we gotta roll initiative well, 
I mean, I would get, I want to put forth that, you know, before anybody starts moving, this this lumen spell which he's been rooming gets a chance to shoot off. I'm just saying. Ten thousand. You got to roll initiative. No one's surprised. Here. Let's see. I got terror gnomes. I disagree. But what am I gonna do? Eva so, behind us. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And he uh, he just orders his the six t- the ghouls from the Order of the Crab uh, forward and yells at them to take them alive if you can. Oh, okay, that's all he's doing, is it? Awesome. Yeah. Yep. I um. In which case, I I shall attack Roaring. Okay. Being up next, uh, that will be a grand total of uh, twenty. Oh, that's only in one attack. Sorry, I've got the two attacks, haven't I? 20 and 16, so I don't think necessarily the 16 does much. No, it's not. Wow. Is that no to either, or just to 16? Well, the 16's not a hit. What was the other? 20. Total. 20. AC of 18. That was a hit then. That's fine. Um, that would be uh, eight damage just on that one then. There'd be any of the hammer or the pick. Take your pick. My honor is besmirched. You'll die for that. Eh, you're a vampire. You have got any. He has cleared his longsword from its sheath and gets uh, 12. <sighs> this dice is so cold. And he swings his sword. Not sure why he sounded so disappointed as a neutral arbiter. Veridel um I am going to uh push Roosevelt into the group of six ghouls push him down but he just falls down onto his stomach and gets spun off fours and and scurries to the side of the chamber to get out of the way of the melees he's scurrying Kree and Lumen's actions Kree might as well go Gonna shoot my crossbow to. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot my crossbow with wooden bolt to a traitor. No. Believe it's a 10. No. So I'm up? Yep. Alright. I just want to apologize for my. by not accepting what I had to accept. Um, So, because this is a big spell and it took me a little extra time, I'm into that. Um, Lumen's going to um, he's going to take uh, his backpack full of hands and he's just going to spray them from the back towards Ivas, towards the front 40 hands and he's casting hands of plenty basically what we're calling where Ivas is, those stairs are behind you Okay. And the dais well, is the front of the room imagine you know, taking this backpack full of hands and just sort of spraying them around the room, right? Hands of Plenty. Hands of Plenty is a spell that you gave me. It animates hands. I'll put it into the... uh, And what happens is each combatant has to save versus paralyzation for each hand. Or they suffer a minus one to hit and a minus one armor penalty. So we got to figure out who gets hit by the 40 hands. Well, I can decide where they go. Okay. So once they land, you know, like 
I imagine some of them would just sort of be in vicinity. Um, some of them might be in other places that would need to be directed. They move pretty fast, like 30 feet per round. And uh, the idea is I want to have, um, you know, at least 10 of them on each vampire harassing them. These hands are sort of crawling all over them. They would have to stay versus pluralization for each one. So you could potentially have a vampire who's like minus seven to hit with a minus seven on their armor class. So the plan is, and then the rest of them, yeah, I want two vampires to be, and then I guess. That means you have 20 left. You have 20 left that are are unaccounted for. All right. Um, Right. 10 and 10, 10 on Evos, 10 on Roran. Yeah. How many ghouls are there? Six. All right, let's skip the ghouls. Let's put five more, so 15 on each vampire, and then spread the others through the Terra Gnomes. I've got other plans for the ghouls. I'm going to try to turn them. How are we going to deal with this with Evos and Roran? Because it's a lot of hands. I want to simplify this shit. Okay, here's what we're going to do. He has to save. Each one's got to save against their uh, respected attack of spell. Each turn. I'm just going to do it once. It's so much to keep track of, and I'm going to... I'm thinking about just rolling to see how many hands actually affect them. Skip a save altogether, and let's roll dice to see how many of the 15 affect them. And that way I can skip rolling fucking tons of saves. Saving throws. Would you be agreeable to that? It says each round. So, like, if you miss seven on one round or five on one round, I mean, I would imagine it would change based upon how they work. But, I mean, you're the guy that has to, like, administer this. You gave me the spell. I knew mm-hmm. it would be a pain in the ass for you. I don't really care it's a pain in the ass. I just want to live. I can roll a number between 1 and 15. His save, I'm representing the degree of his save or lack thereof. So, if he's only a few hands are affecting him, it's like he saved. Okay. And if he... There's a lot of them. He didn't save at all. It chops the um, percentage, you know, of effect down be- between like if you just roll one, you know, it's more linear. But um, I hear you. You know, but it's guaranteed. Pull. But it's guaranteed as opposed to a save. I do each one. I guess you could go on it. No, yours. I see what you're saying. Slash R fifteen D twenty or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he wants me to save again. Uh, Lumen's asking me to save against each attack. Well, big... if you if, if you maybe do um, just d, roll d20 each round, one to five, then obviously he gets hit by all 15, and that, that's the end of. And then if you, period, if you move it through from like six to 20, that's however many of the um, remainders are left over. So if say he rolls 10, he still gets affected by 10, something like that. Are you okay with that, Lumen? Like, for example, oh, yeah. this one, what, this would 10? I rolled an eight, so that's 10. You know, I don't know the best way. I was thinking, that'd like... Be, that'd be 12. Goal. It'd be affected by 12. If you rolled an 8, then it'd be affected by 12 of the 15. Okay. As long as we live, you know, I'm cool with it. These things are these things are harassing. We just, like, everything you thought was gross about Lumen, I hope you guys take it back. No. Okay? This is a crazy scene, by the way. There's just hands just fucking flying everywhere. They're, they're necrotic. They're falling apart. We got vampire hands. We got ghoul hands. We've got Terra Gnome hands. We've got fairy hands, like little tiny hands, like creeping up their noses. 
and like just boring into their eyes. Yeah, we still definitely think you. That's just gross. And you're just not going to change. And where did the other ten hands go? Um, they just went to Terra Gnomes. Okay. Let's uh, what? I mean, if Roll. you want to make it easy, we'll just we'll just put it on the vampires, and then we don't have to deal with the Terra Gnomes. But so, what do you guys think? I mean, occupying some of the Terra Gnomes or distracting them somehow might be nice. There's okay. twenty of them. Okay, so that means 10 hands, 20 Terranome. We'll 10, focus hand, on... 10 hands equal 10 Terranomes. Yeah, we'll focus on the closest ones. Oh, you're putting them all on one? Um, putting them, like, say, like, take the five closest ones and hitting them with, with two each, so... I don't know how you figure it out, Jay. I do. I know how I do it. <clears throat> okay. Because I've got a total of 20 Terranomes six schools. Now, where is everybody? They're kind of circling you. You're like in the middle of the circle. Like, when you walk into a crown room and you've been betrayed and there's plenty of soldiers and... But they, they all... can't all hit at once, right? No. No. The first going in are the are the ghouls. Now, there's one more wrinkle to this thing. Okay, and this is the spell you gave me. It says, pairs of hands can be used by the caster to cast spells independent of other actions taken. Mm-hmm. So, these hands can start casting spells. Mm-hmm. You, have a limit. you have a limit to the number of spells you can cast. Well, I have the limit of how many I have, but can I cast more than one spell a turn? No. But could I cast a spell with my hands and then still attack? Well, reading that, that says that Lumin could cast a spell from his own hands and cast a spell from one of the pairs yes. of disembodied hands. Yes. So you could you could you could do two two spells per in a round. We might need it, guys. I might have to unload a buttload of whatever I have because this is ugly. It is. I didn't expect us to be here, but it is ugly. So we are ringed around. Veradel, where are you in this crazy room? I, I am closer to Roran, where Toth is. Uh. Right. And then Cree, were you like next to me? Did you move around? or? No, I just uh, shoot from where I was. So uh, yeah, I could be next to you. That's okay. I was in the middle of the room because we were addressing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that puts that puts Toth. Is he up on the dais or is he down on the steps? Or I'm just sort of getting a sense. He's on the dais. We on the dais. Yeah. 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 Rory Jay is up on help. the dais. And that means that Cree uh, that Veridel's up there, invisible somehow, right? Yeah. And then we're basically ringed by a buttload of Terra Gnomes. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. And then there's a bunch of ghouls in there too. And they're more to the, the back side of the room, right? Because they came in with fuckface. And um, so um, we got like vampire dude, vampire dude. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
What are what are the X and the? Oh, those were some of the Terra gnomes. Let's uh, you know we can. I already counted them up in another yeah. place. So. Mm -hmm. And the and the cyan dot. Um, those are the um, vampires. They're red and they're just to indicate that they're badass. Mm. Um, no, no, no. The 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 full cyan dot sky blue. Roosevelt. Roosevelt oh, scurried yeah. into the shadows on his hands and uh, knees. Right. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So yeah. So that's um, Roosevelt. Now um, the ghouls get to attack. Do all of them get to attack? Yeah, there's six of them. They just rush at you. Okay, because that's a lot of people in a less space. So yeah, it is. And so that wow. There's six against, uh, I guess it's three on three. Cree and Lumen? Yeah, we're in the middle of that. The other two took off. I don't know if there's more Terra gnomes that move towards the dais or not, but. Yeah, you can pull You can pull eight of them to the dais. Okay. And just circle them and we'll say they are the dais ones and they're the ones closest to the dais. Okay. We'll just move some of those in. Good. Yep. I like that. Okay. Cree. You are attacked. You get... There's a 15, a 3, and a 1. The 15 hits. Roll versus paralyzation. Oh, come on. Not good. Nope. Roll 5. The ghoul... Uh, Gotta be the nine, so no. jumps on Cree, flashing its claws and teeth, um, and rigs Cree across the chest and his upper arm with the poisonous, paralyzing strike that it has, and Cree goes down with the ghoul on top of him. Lumen, what's your AC? Well, it's fifteen, but it's seventeen with talk. I'm no, not within we're... ten feet yeah, of you. Yeah, out of his range. Yeah. You got to save versus paralysis twice, or you can just roll it once with a minus two. If uh, if I go down, guys, this is not good. I got some magic in me. I don't even know what my save versus paralysis is. Hold on, I gotta find it. Kit. I could find it too. I'll help you. Soon. All right, it's twelve. Okay. Yep, very doable. Uh, I'm just going to roll uh, twice. Okay. Um, yeah, I got an 18 and a 2. Ah. Mm-hmm. So do you think maybe you should have rolled once with a minus 2 penalty? Mm, well, that's a second. I think that the first roll was a 2. No. <laughs> 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 trying to get one but still, yes, you, uh, uh, your, your blood freezes and locks up, um, and you crumple to your knees as you try to resist the paralysis. Uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely calling on, you know, the hand, and I don't know whatever else magic is in me, but. but well, but the hands are still active, right? Well, the hands are independent, right? 
That's what I think. Yeah, I think you don't have to maintain yeah. concentration. I mean, you probably should, but, you know, I'm going to split hairs here. we got a melee going on. Uh, uh, Toth, i got to give you some attacks to your back. Okay. From Terror Gnomes. 14, 24, and 13. So I'm going to say that's one hit. Yeah, that's one hit. One point of damage. And we got another round of initiative. The next round of deadly combat in the chapel, the great chapel. That's not a bad idea. I'm paralyzed, but could these hands cast spells through me? Yeah, I'm going to say you have to be awake for that. Well, paralyzed doesn't mean I'm unconscious. It just means I can't move. That's true. That's true. Um, so you can manipulate the hands, but you cannot cast any new spells. Oh, well, that's not fun. No, but it's a ruling. I don't like that. I mean... Prayers of the hands can be used by the caster or cast spells independent of other actions taken or not taken. But we're just going to try to cast spells anyway. Just going to think about them. He's going to try to turn the undead. Ah, uh, you're paralyzed. You, a, you can't. You can have a hand come crawling, grab your holy symbol, and use you... the hands to turn. Okay. okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Luma's going to try to, you know, it's going to take some hands and gonna try to turn those undead. I mean, I don't okay. know. I'm out of initiative, so I might as well. It's, it's Sivas, then Varadel, then Toth. I got a six for initiative. Okay. So it's Sivas, then Lumen, and Varadel, and Toth. Okay. Ivas is uh, standing there with his hands on his hip. He's on the on the stairs now, so he can get a view over his ghouls, and he's smiling at the good work they've done already, which is paralyzed Cree and Lumen. Lumen, you're up. Um, well, Lumen's got to you know pull some pull some hands, you know, and on his shoulders, and sort of like you know call to the. The Praetor, to the Hidden Hand, to the Gods Old and New. Yep, you need uh, 11 or better to turn the ghouls. Okay. Whoa. Uh, nope, that's a three. But he's going to take the hands. I want to take the hands and whirl them at the ghouls. Okay. The hands fly off of uh, Roran and Evas. Oh, that's right. Ivas is not chuckling. He's laughing and he's pissed and he's fucking fighting off hands. Well, let's take let's take um, as many hands as need. Well, there's six of them. Terranomes. That for the Terranomes, and uh, let's pull those ten, you know, plus another five, and put them on the ghouls, so they each got two on them. Okay. Or definitely more on the ones that are in front of me. Like you can't all be attacking me, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's the sort of general play is to sort of like keep the ones on the vampires and pull them off the Terranomes. Okay. 
Um, well, I'll give ghouls uh, minuses to attack because of all the hands occupying them. And I think they're the ones that are moving next. Am I correct? No, Veridel and Toth. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna creep behind uh, Roran, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna squat down closer to the ground, and then like stab upwards with the autumn sword into his abdomen, and attempt to assassinate. Okay. Mm, that's an eight. Is wow. he still at minus fifteen? No. Well, that's that's for his attack. Well, it, it says minus one to armor as well. Yeah. Yeah, but you called the hands to do something else. No, I left the vampires. on the vampires. Just the ones from the Terra Gnomes. Ah, okay, you hit. All right. He needs to make a save versus death ray or poison. Okay. He needs to get an 11 or better. And he rolls a 12. <laughs> but you do do damage, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, 12 damage, and he has vertigo for five rounds. Five points of damage, you say? 12 damage. Ooh, 12 damage. Yep, and five rounds of vertigo. Which I think was minus four to all the things, if I remember right. So, can I just walk up and hit him without even rolling then? Because that's going to be like, you know, minus. minus additional minus, minus four to his AC. Yep. So it's like minus 19 on his armor class. Yeah, go ahead. But just hit him. Yeah, just hit him. Awesome. Yeah, that is eight. 14. He explodes into a gaseous form. His metal and armor and weapons fall to the floor. And the gaseous form rises up in the air. Don't breathe it. Yeah, he'll be running for his he'll be running for his coffin. That's just one down and God knows how many hundreds more go. Okay, another round of initiative. That's what Roran did. Turned into gaseous form. Boss just keeps on rolling seven after seven after seven. Ivas is still going to stand behind his massive troops. Veridel? Do the, do the terror gnomes look like they're going to keep trying to stand their ground after that guy fell? Yes, yes. Yep. The esprit de corps is high. Um... Are there any objects on this dais? No. Furniture, otherwise? No. no. They were just standing here? Okay. Yeah, I'll double check. But... 
The dude is down. You guys just have Terranomes. Buridale's still invisible. Bree and I are down. Bad. Bad. Bad thing. The square four portion of the chapel is divided from the sacred portion, which would be the raised dais portion, by a railing of puce-hued stone. And this railing is three feet high and intricately carved. So that's a... Um, that's... That affects the terrain. And, and that's right at the edge of the dais? Uh... Right where, yeah, like, let's put um, between the terror gnomes and the rest of the party, like, almost right in the middle, we'll put that. That's where the purple three foot rail is. It's a rail, like, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And it just goes from wall to east wall to west wall. So there's, like, the worship place and then the sacred altar, and it's divided. What's it made out of? Puce hued stone. So, toss right. left over it. Uh, happy to defer to your ruling on timing, but my intent is to take my uh, grappling hook and rope, toss it to fasten it on the railing, mm-hmm. and then basically take the taut rope and like just run um, down the stairs diagonal to the terranomes. That basically would just like mm-hmm. pull all the terranomes down the stairs. Roll to hit. So, just sort of scoop them down. It's uh, 22. 22? How about that? Three Terranomes get tripped right. up and fall down. All right. So, that leaves less. Then I'm going to back up against the wall. Okay. Okay, so we've got Terranomes down. Does that mean there's a gap for me to run through to try and help the other guys? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I'll let you run and go attack someone, but these Terranomes are going to get a, a back attack on you. The three that are... Uh, or the, let's say, three of them out of the four. Okay. I got an 18, an 11, and an 8. That'll be another 18. That should, that'll hit. Cause okay. it's, yeah. Swings his halibird and caps you for four points of damage. You stumble down the steps, but you keep your footing. And now you may take your full action toss. You can make an attack. Right, I'm um, going in. Are the, are the ghouls still hanging over the um, the over Korean Lumen, or have they started to move towards us now? They started to move towards you. Yeah, they okay. stepped over the the, the snail shell Lumen and Cree. So I'm going to pile into the nearest ghoul. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen and seven. So. Jesus, that's... It's not going to hit. No, I didn't think it would. Even if they're at minus two with the hands? 
Yeah, yeah, they're in plate mail. Ugh. This is not good. <laughs> just like the just like the order of the maggot. They're they're in they're uh, martial good. order. They're soldiers. Verdo went. Toth went. It's the Terranomes. Okay, Terranoma tags. And, and ghouls. Okay. Toth, you're going to get attacked by three ghouls. Awesome. The first one. 12, 6, and 13. <clears throat> 21, and 2 that didn't hit. Roll save. Versus paralysis. Uh, 16 for 13. So, yep. Okay. And the last ghoul tries to bring you down. He does roll a 19. The other two don't. You have to make another save. Okay. Mm. And 17. So that's a Jeez. <laughs> Is there anyone left to act? Roran. Roran uh, floats away in a gaseous form and disappears well, from view. Well, um, uh, Lumen would, would oh, like Lumen, to... Oh, you got an axe. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so we still he still can't cast any spells. Is that what you're saying? Yes, but you can manipulate the the many hand spell that you have active. Okay, and got, then um, got fifteen spare now because you know there's one less vampire at the minute. Right. So um, he's gonna um, he's gonna actually think and sort of like summon the praetor's hand, and he's just gonna try to like try to pull. Imagine like pulling the paralysis out of the hand. You know, he's sort of like trying to turn the Praetor's hand unparalyzed, sort of trying to awaken it um, and unparalyze himself through the power of the Praetor's hand. If and you, um, If you sacrifice a thousand experience points, you can make it come about. Mm-hmm. You gotta sacrifice well, to your god. That's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, that, um, I don't think... Well, actually... Yeah, totally. Boom! I'll take that hit. Take the hit. Nice. Rise and, to and your I, feet, cleric. <laughs> I hadn't thought about what I would do. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Probably say fuck as you feel the uh, the sacrifice drain, your life force drain from your body. Um, yeah. I think he's going to um, attempt to uh, turn the um the ghouls mm-hmm. um, and now that he has this praetor's hand he gets a plus four on turning so yes, he does for two hit dice it's three for three hit dice it's a seven for four hit dice it's an 11 i don't know where they are at I'll Five hit dice. uh ghouls are at least on my my chart our ghouls are in the 11 range okay I think that makes them a three hit dice creature this or is plus. yeah Okay, so that's a seven on his chart, and um, okay. he's going to to um, uh, roll, and that's a fifteen. Nice. Okay, so there are three hit dice. How many hit dice of creature do you affect? Um, well, I don't know the complete ruling on turning. Yeah, you roll two d six hit dice. Just it doesn't a matter of level, huh? That does, no. It just says if the roll is a success, 2d6 hit dice of undead monsters are affected. There you go. So yeah, give yourself a plus four because of Praetor's hand. 
Okay, so that's a nine. <clears throat> that's three, uh, uh, three, three ghouls shrink back. Okay. I want to send them out of the room. I'm just going to pull them out. We're going to, um, and, uh, then, um, we're going to send, uh, the, we're going to concentrate the hands on, um, the other guy. I forget his name. The other Ivas. Ivas. Um, and then, um, you know, the other ghouls. So there's three ghouls left. We're going to send, um, at least five at each of them. Whatever was on the other vampire, mm. which is 15, three on each of those. And the other are going to stay, the other 15 are going to stay on, um, the other vampire. So it'd be five onto each ghoul then. Yeah, so that's a potential yeah. minus five AC and minus five to hit. Yep. And, and uh, uh, then the rest all. They're all on the other vampire. Okay. Yeah. That's how I'm many? 15? 15... Well, 25, 35. Is that 25? That's 30. I had 40 actually. You've got, so, yeah, you did, um, you split some of the other 10 between the Terranomes. Terranomes, yep. And he's going to try to cast the spell with one of the pair of the hands, too. Okay. And uh, the spell that he wants to cast is um, Hands of Power, which is a third-level spell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a second, third-level, and last third-level spell. It's a powerful blast. It's one to six for every level, so it's like 66. Mm-hmm. And he's going to shoot it straight at uh, the vampire who's... Um, Evos? like at Ivas, yeah. You're just gonna like it's like a five foot wide sort of beam of light. Roll damage. It's purple light because it comes out of um, the uh, the crater's hand, and um, so we've got uh, seven plus three d six twenty five twenty six. So Lumen just—I just, just want to Lumen just stood the fuck up. Uh-huh. Cast the demons out of the room and then blasted this purple hot light at the vampire. Just laying it down. And Avos and Avos does the same as Roran did. He goes, my honor and, pff, and poofs into gaseous form. His equipment and gear fall to the floor. Mm. That's good. And I've got to roll morale for the terror gnomes and just the terror gnomes. The ghouls are not going to have to check. If there were any terror gnomes in between me and Avas, they get the blast too. I didn't. I didn't think about them, but just saying. Um. Yeah, it's not going to be terror gnomes so much. I think as the ghouls that you turn. But I'll give. Uh, I'll. I'll pick on some terror gnomes. What was the total damage? Um, it's uh, 26. 26. Yeah. I'm going to spread that out amongst some Terranobes. The ghouls, if they were going up the stairs or something, they might have been hit too because mm-hmm. they're near Ivas. I just, I didn't think it all through. You know, it's like a it's like a lightning bolt of, of light. Uh-huh. And it sort of pulses and leaves like a sort of a hazy sort of mist in the well, air. It blows through three terror gnomes and does whatever horrific damage it does to terror uh, to creatures because they're dead. They vaporize. They just sort of like turn into like 
like purple steam. It okay. smells a little bit like ozone. <laughs> okay, morale for the terror gnomes. Because things took a decided swing against them. There's how many left that are alive? There's like 20 left? How many Terranomes do we have? You had 20. There's three dead. There's three that are going to get up off the ground. Jesus. The morale is eight or better. So I roll two six-sided dice. You gotta get an eight or less to retain morale. Four. They're uh, up for a fight. I think we need to roll initiative. So it's just terror gnomes. Terror gnomes. The ghouls are kind of out of the out of the battle, right? How many was that? There were six. So but only. There's, There's three, still okay. three. Three with five hands each, is that right? <laughs> yes. Well, That's we're true. moving. Yeah. So I would imagine whatever hands were on Yvas are probably pretty vaporized. So that would leave 25 hands left. So. 25 on 17. Terranomes, that's the odds right now. Well, if they they would be on the ghouls, five on the ghouls. Yeah, I was going to say there's, there's, there's 15 between the ghouls. There's, yep, there's yep. five each on the ghouls. I'm giving them and each a minus five. You've got another 10 that were, that were on the Terranomes already. Okay. 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 I'll figure out how the Terranomes are affected with those hands dancing around them. Uh, Toth, you are up. The paladin strikes first. No, no, he doesn't really. Um, <laughs> uh, Fourteen and eleven. But they got the hands all over him, maybe. Yeah, well, I don't know what the AC is going to be down from that minus five from plate. Fourteen's got to hit, right? Um, yes, it does. Five. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that's one. Uh, that is for seven. Damage total. Okay. That ghoul gasps and falls over with a clang. Oh, okay. Did I hit him earlier or what? Uh, he was suffering from some of Lumen's blast. Works for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Terror Gnomes and Ghouls. Okay, the Ghouls are fighting an uphill battle with their total going to be a minus three. Because they have a plus two to hit. So the minus five gives them minus three. No hit. The second one, Toth. They're both going against you. The minus threes. Not even close. Terror gnomes. We got 17 terror gnomes. Two visible guys in Veridel floating around invisible. Um, 
They're only going to be able to get four attacking you at a time. Okay, Lumen. Okay, so how many Terranomes left? 17 total. And then two ghouls are left? Correct. Okay, so he's going to attempt to turn the two ghouls. It's not, um, it's not your turn. Oh, I thought you said Lumen. He did. Yes, you're being attacked. Oh. By Terranomes. By four Terranomes, and I get and I get 120, so there's one hit. Remember, Ooh. it's physical damage, so you only take half. Okay. And it's a one, so you take none. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, Veridel, they're trying to find you. The other, the other four are trying to find you. All right, I um. Oh, they're I see. so they're one. They're swinging and attacking wildly. So what's that? They get a minus four, minus. Minus five. I'll call it a minus six. So basically, I got to get a natural 20 to hit you. 19 minus six is a 13. Is that close? Does that hit? Uh, Yeah, 13 matches my AC. One of them finds you. Ah, I got him! Gives you two points of damage. All right. He's over here, boys! Screen him off and corner him! He's a slinker. He's one of those no-see-em slinkers. See if you can smell him. See if you can smell his sweat. Yeah, so I'm going to... After I had dropped the rope, I was moving towards the wall. Um, So my intent is just to clamber on it, and I'm going to walk, like kind of crawl across the wall towards the, the main group. Make your climb say, uh, climb walls check. I'm actually gonna have to check that. I think technically I can't by the numbers I can't, but that's pretty high. Let's see. Climb walls six eighty-three plus sixteen. Ninety-nine? Yeah, okay. Early nineties, technically I still get it. <laughs> yep, right on. We got some climbers. Uh Lumen, um, now you may act. Okay, so with a um, with a pair of hands, um, he wants to cast a spell, and he also wants to try to turn the last two ghouls. Okay. Oh, you can't make uh, you can't attempt to turn the same creatures. Oh, you can't. Yeah, you only get to turn turn a group of creatures once. If you fail, you can't until you encounter them again. Okay, so um, he's going to cast this spell called Hands of Radiance. Um, caster utters a divine word and a burning radiance erupts from the caster's hands um, and every selected creature within range um, needs to succeed a constitution saving throw so um, it appears to be this spell I don't I don't it doesn't blast my friends um, and uh, at at first level it's 1d6 but um, above fifth level it's 2d6 damage unless they save versus constitution. Okay. Um, so um, he's going to just say, Luxec Mandibus, which is Latin for light of the hands. And um, he's, uh, well, I guess you have to do the saving throws. Mm-hmm. Each creature in the room takes 2d6 points of damage, except for my friends. Okay, I'm going to go into... 
I said there's uh, what are we? Yeah, it's still seventeen of them, isn't there? Yep. Well, this shall be interesting. So Mumma just stands up and just shouts to his god, and it's this blinding purple light fills the room like a giant shock flash. Four of them save. And everybody else in the room, you can feel the light of the hand go through you and think about maybe converting. And the other, and the rest, uh, each take 2d6 of damage? Yeah. I'm just going to roll it once. Maybe you could give a plus for the Praetor's hand because he's magic. (laughs) Maybe I'll just put him on death's door and have him fail a morale check. Let me kill a couple of them. Come on. Let a couple of them fall choking with the regret. Oh, four of them do. Four of them do. Good. And and the, and the rest skedaddle. Well, as they leave, Luma's going to be swinging his whole staff, striking them as he can. What did you cast at the last minute? Me? Yeah, I didn't hear you at the end of you because I was saying. Uh, well, if they're running by me, I'm just going to try to take some out with the quarterstaff. You know, we got to try to like kill some of them on the way out. Good work, but you, you're you're finished for now. Okay. We're back to another round of initiative, but yes, we are. Yes, we are because we still got two duels. Order of the m- crab. They should take damage too. Or just they they were not they were not excluded from the light. So. Mm-hmm. Lumen, make your attack. Um. Well. Um. I think um. There's a there's a ghoul. I mean, he's just going to take a big shot at a pot shot of the ghoul. Hopefully from behind, because he's, I don't know where they are, but um, he's got a 16. That's a hit. Roll damage. Uh, total of nine. Woo! We're down to, there's, there's only one ghoul in the room. He just takes a, the, the, the pointy stick, and he just sort of raises it up, and then just throws it down on the ground. The last ghoul uh, follows the Terra Gnomes out of the Great Chapel, up the stairs Right, is this is this probably a good place as a bit of a cliffhanger? Mm-hmm. Search the vampire's gear. I'm going to say, assume that the baths of Zaxard are alerted to your presence. Hmm. So there would probably be right at this point some general sounding of alarm. That's what you'll be facing. You'll be facing a uh, alerted castle. Like in any good pulp fantasy adventure. Nice. Well, maybe we could at least see what the vampires were packing. Okay, sure. How many vampire paranomes left? 
How many did we get to Sikirattle? We killed four, we killed... Mm, so 16 of them ran away. Okay. I'm thinking we're probably going to be better off grabbing Cree and legging it. <laughs> uh, where Roran was, was uh, is his uh, uh, chain mail and sword. And where Voss was, was his plate mail and sword. Um, rings and things? They definitely had some rings and things. I'll add those up and give you guys a uh, gold piece tally on that. Because they're wealthy vampire lords, so they got some bling on them that you all probably want to pocket. I just don't know what it is yet. But for equipment, plate mail and sword, chain mail and sword. We're going to lug the armor around, do we, really? Just going to grab the swords if they're any good. They're grab very the good. They're very good. Leg it. Is the is the chainmail fit women? Probably not. No, I got a shell on. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, you can't get. Yeah, you can't get. <laughs> yeah. you're, 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 uh, you need custom clothes, just like yeah. Oh. Ordered. <laughs> yeah, and, and all that copious amount of downtime we get, we'll have to hit up a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. Well, that was pretty epic. You guys get okay. no downtime ever. Yeah, not right now. No, definitely not. Oh, where's the, where's the um, where's bloody Roosevelt? Is he still yeah. in the corner? Yes. Yeah, I think he's gonna have to give us an idea of how to get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's actually not on our team. Maybe he knows where where the coffee is. He says you know oh. he'll never be able to get back within the with the bishop if I do that though. Okay. We can know where the coffins of the of the other vampires are, so we can run a stake through. None know where the bishop is. Coffin rests. Mm-hmm. You'll never get to him. You, you were talking about Roran and Ivan's, though, right? No, he's talking about the bishop. Oh. Roaring at Voss, yes, he knows where their rooms are. And then you are of no use to us. The flute and all that. Do you have a way to get out of here? Yes. <laughs> okay, you're of partial use to us, minion. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Roosevelt says if you spare his life, he can show you how to get out. Yep, so this is the cliffhanger part then, so we're gonna...